There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Luke 10, 42, New Revised Standard Version. Hello and welcome to the Better Part Podcast with me, Carol. In this episode, I'm going to speak about something that has been on my heart for a while. And it's partly why it's been such a long time since I've recorded and uploaded a podcast. I'm going to share with you my testimony. I touched on it a little bit in the first episode, but I've been led to share it in its entirety up to today. Our testimonies are ever-changing, evolving and being added to, and we have to be open to that happening in order to continue to grow in our faith. I want to add a disclaimer here as well, that I will be mentioning topics that may be triggering for some people as I speak about my past, which includes domestic violence. If you're triggered by anything that I say, please stop listening. Look after yourself. Speak to a friend, colleague, trusted advisor, therapist, doctor, and just explain to them how you're feeling and just get the help that you need. In 2007, I was looking for a new job as I wasn't happy where I was. And my boyfriend at the time found me a job advertised in a local paper for a new outdoor clothing and equipment store that was going to be opening. I applied and I got the job. My mum had been telling me for years that that guy wasn't any good for me, but I didn't want to or I couldn't hear her because he'd manipulated me so much. I'd been with him for almost 10 years when I started that new job that he found for me. Over that first year in that new job, a colleague helped me to see exactly how he was treating me and that he was jealous, controlling and manipulative. The best thing she ever said to me was that if I needed anywhere to stay, that I could stay with her. I believe God orchestrated my ex finding me that job so I could hear from a colleague up to five days a week that he wasn't a nice guy as I wasn't hearing my mum tell me that exact same thing. I would always defend him and his actions because of how manipulated I was at that time. On a Tuesday morning, around 13 months after starting that job, it was either in June or July, I can never remember which, I packed a small bag of stuff, walked out on him, and I never looked back. I returned a couple of times to collect more things, Once was during work time when the manager let the assistant manager and me leave to get more of my stuff. So I had more than just a small rucksack of my belongings. I agreed to meet and speak with my ex and he was in tears holding my hand, saying how he'd changed and realised how things had been. But I felt like an empty shell. I didn't want him to hold my hand. I didn't want him to touch me. I had given him everything and I had nothing left inside of me. He had taken everything. I stayed with my mum for around nine months before getting an opportunity to move into a house share with someone that my cousin knew through work. And then that December, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety due to the abuse that I'd suffered during that relationship. I had counselling, cognitive behavioural therapy, and I was put on antidepressants. 
a few years later, I, I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder and was recommended to have eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy, EMDR for short. It was brutal, but effective in helping me for another few years. On April 9th, 2018, I hit live on my first public blog post after many months of eternal nudges to start a blog, but I had no idea what I would write about. Then it came to me to share about my mental health journey with depression, anxiety and PTSD from abusive relationships. It helped me by writing a finished piece about my journey and story compared to fragments in my journals. In May 2018, I embarked on my first ever solo holiday to Edinburgh and took the train there as I love a train journey. My seat was opposite an older lady reading her Bible. She spent some time looking up Bible verses from a printed booklet that she had. Then in August 2019, I was prompted to start reading the Bible. Having classed myself as more spiritual than religious for many decades, it took a while again for me to hear and some time to convince me to listen. I was raised in the Church of England, but we were never weekly churchgoers. I was baptised as a child and confirmed, but at that time I believed in a higher power or being that had created us in the world, but that's about as far as it went for me. By November that year, I regularly watched online sermons and began to look for a local church to see if this, being a Christian thing, was really for me. On the first Sunday of 2020, I walked through the doors of a church and I felt like I'd come home. Everyone I met welcomed me like family. Then 10 weeks later, the world went into lockdown and God knew I needed a church community because he was taking away my work one. Towards the end of that year, I discovered that many church people had been praying for me ever since that first visit. In September 2019, I'd asked for more help with my mental health by referring myself for more therapy and I, was, I also asked to be put on antidepressants again. In April 2020, I began more treatment to help me with my mental health and being part of a church family helped me so much during it all. I was very fortunate that my housemate stayed with his girlfriend for the first 11 weeks of the lockdown and as I work in non-essential retail, I had nothing but time to work on my past trauma. <sighs> that first lockdown was such a blessing for me because I could focus on what had happened to me and begin to work through it more. Healing from trauma is like peeling a never-ending onion, working through each layer until you can peel it back and work through the next one. Some layers keep repeating as more healing and work is needed in certain areas. It is not fun. It's horrible, challenging work, but so very necessary. I'm not always great at remembering to pray, but over those next few months, I would every day, and often multiple times a day, ask God to help me with my anxiety and depression for him to take it away, for his will to be done. I often cried when I asked for his help because I couldn't do it alone and I wasn't ever meant to. 
but I've never been able to rely on other people. So I always ended up relying on myself. The situation wasn't mine to carry, so I repeatedly gave it to God for him to do his will. One Friday in June, during that first lockdown, we were doing church on Zoom when one of the leaders was praying. I can't fully remember the details now, but I think he asked for comfort for those who had lost someone to the virus that shall not be named. My cousin-in-law had recently passed away a few weeks earlier from it, so tears started to fall. The leader then also mentioned those suffering from anxiety, and that was it. I lost it. I was in floods of tears. I prayed again to God for him to help me, and I felt an actual weight get lifted off my shoulders, and I knew it was God. He was waiting for me to be in the right place for his will to have the most impact on me in that situation. And that night, I had a game-changing dream. It was about my ex, but I was dominant in a situation, and he was submissive, a complete role reversal. I felt that God was helping me to see that my ex no longer had such a hold on me. Wow, such an answer to prayer. Then in January 2021, during the last lockdown, I found out that the store where I had worked for 14 years and had helped set up was going to have to close because of a decision from the landlord not willing to renegotiate the lease, which was due to run out in May that year. I had met so many people within the company who had helped and supported me on my mental health journey after leaving my ex. It was such a shock to me that it would all be over. Even though I'd been applying for a new job on and off for the last five years, I hadn't succeeded. I was still there for a reason. He had a better plan. As there were no jobs within the company nearby, I took redundancy and worked my 13-week notice during the lockdown. March came around and I started to worry about what I would do, as I only had a few months to find a new job. Then I remembered that the situation wasn't mine to control. Again, I had to put the situation into his hands and I had to learn to trust him. In hindsight, because my ex had found me that job, its ending was God not only closing the door to that part of my life, but also locking and bolting it as well. That part of my life was over. There was no going back. I could only go forward. I was looking for a new job one day towards the beginning of April 2021. There wasn't anything suitable for me that day, so I decided to look at my saved jobs. And one was that one that I'd saved a few days earlier. Thinking I had nothing to lose, I applied for it. And that was a Wednesday. Two days later on Friday, I had a call from the store manager for a telephone interview. He wanted to get me in for an in-person interview on the Sunday, but as we were still in non-essential retail lockdown, he had to get permission from the divisional manager. That Sunday, I went in for my interview. I don't like interviews. I dislike being the centre of attention and I always get nervous and feel like I'm going to do or say the wrong thing. But I had complete peace about the interview. I was calm and confident throughout it.
the following Tuesday, I had a call from a lovely lady from the company's recruitment department offering me the job. Well, <laughs> I was speechless and I had to keep checking my phone for the next few hours to make sure the call had actually happened. I just couldn't believe it. But it had happened. I had a new job. It was seven days from applying for the job to being offered it. And I realised God used the same amount of time to create the world. On Monday, April 19th, 2021, I started my new job, my current job. And within a few weeks, I learned that a colleague that I was working with twice a day for over a year is also a Christian. What are the chances? From a team of around 10 at my last job, where the closest I had to fellowship was a former vicar, to a group of four where one was a brother in Christ. God works in wonderful and mysterious ways. This job has dramatically helped and changed me. It's helped my patience and confidence. He always knows what we need so much better than we do. In the first 20 months of my job, they haven't been easy as it's my first sales job and I've struggled most months to meet my targets. Since the beginning of 2023, however, it's been very different. I was tracking my sales from the previous year, comparing them to this year, and I saw consistent improvement, which helped to boost my confidence. I didn't reach my January target, but I beat some of my best sales from the previous year that month, exceeding my best ever sale amount my best ever day and my best ever week twice and doubling my sales. I've also reached my February, March and April sales targets and I'm also ahead for the year. Such an improvement from the same months in 2022. It's like night and day and I continue to contribute more to the store than ever. I believe a few things have helped this to turn around. One, I believe, is my prayer walk to work. I put my day and my life into God's hands and ask that I will be a blessing to all that I speak to that day, that his will be done, not mine, that all I do that day is for his glory and kingdom, not mine. Another thing is something that my manager said to me in a review late last year, that I seem to be very negative sometimes at work and I hadn't noticed that. But that's to be expected with struggling in a new environment. I'd also spent the last 20 months or so grieving for my last job, all the people that I had met, everyone that had helped me throughout that time. Even though I was wanting to leave, for a few years, it was different to have it taken out of my hands, but maybe that's what I needed. He knew what I needed more than what I did. He had a plan that was greater than mine and he's still working in it. It's incredible to look back on my life now that I'm a Christian and see God's fingerprints all over my life. 
heaven came to fight for me and he fights for you. We just have to trust him. Which, believe me, I know is a lot easier said than done. If anything that I've shared has spoken to you today, if there's something specific you'd like me to talk more about from my journey, either DM the podcast on Instagram at the Better Part Podcast or email us at the Better Part Podcast at gmail.com. The links for both of those are in the podcast description. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you think it could benefit of someone, please share it and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode.